0: So too, King of Sparta, Scolopini and King of Sparta go together with 100 to go. King of Sparta up for Scolopini, King of Sparta just in front, Scolopini's coming back, but King of Sparta will just win it.
1: Welcome to Bed Doctor, behind the curtain, look at how pro punters operate. I'm your host, Scoot, I'm back, I'm fresh, and I've got John Walter, who's fresh off Warwick Farm yesterday, how'd you see him?
2: I didn't see him. I just went and played tennis all day, but we back the last winter, so that was all right. <laughs> Mate, that um, oh, It was good to come back and watch that Nash Nash Express. I asked a few questions of the Twitter world and got crickets again. Pretty standard, but um, no, very quiet, very quiet in Sydney at the moment. This weather's dragging on.
1: How often do you place bets and then just go and play a different activity? Is if you don't want to be involved in every race,
2: or what's the theory there? Uh, oh, yeah, yes, was no, just, just a pretty basic card that I sort of, there was all these marginal races that I didn't really want to get tied up in. So um mm. I couldn't really find any positive, negative. So just stay out until the last couple, come back in, have a look at them, chime into the last, got lucky, chime mm. back out. But um not, not standard, but that was only a seven-race card. There was no backup card. It was just a bit of a funny, quiet day.
1: Mm. I don't mind uh, taking the dog for a walk or uh, chucking the hawks on some footy if I don't want to get uh, tangled up in some of the races. DK, I wouldn't mind... Uh, your advice, I know you uh, give a good buy and a bit of a rest to a lot of races. What do you do in between races? Are you efficient and get through more form or what do you do so you don't just keep sitting there betting away?
3: Yeah, well, I've got a, a scoop, boys. I've, I've just got a routine. I stick to a routine. Um, so, you know, every sort of minute of my day, sort of allocated, whether it's morning I'm doing video replays, afternoon I'm doing data and sectional times off punting form and stuff like that at the same time the race. So I'm keeping an eye on them because I want to see – if I'm not if I'm not watch, actually betting in the race, I still want to because there is a thing. If, if you're betting in the race, you're connected to it. Um, I think I've backed today. You know, I've bet in the race. It comes out of. So I watched watched the race. You know, intimate. I know that race intimately. Um, so yeah, I've just got a thing. I've got, I've got a routine, and uh, yeah, if I'm not watching the race, but I do want to watch the betting. I reckon you, if you if you want to see what's happening, particularly late, um, what the smarts are backing and where the where the flux are going. But stay touch. But mate, that's my mo. i mean, I'm an early market punter, so um, I like you know. I – I have my bets, put them on, and if flick the fl- flick the screen on wherever I am. So, no, Scoop, it's all uh, that's how that's mostly eighty percent of what I do. Really, I don't do much at the death anymore.
1: Nico Noonan, you're at Sandown yesterday, and uh, you you leave a lot of races. What do you do on course when you you're leaving them? You're just frantically taking notes and updating the database.
0: I'm uh, usually betting in play in a lot of them. <laughs> when I'm not oh, betting it. in, from sort of uh before the jump, but uh. Yeah, sunny sound down yesterday, it was an absolute bog there, Um, I I had the bit of a DK treatment back to a, a few steamers, sort of five into two thirty, one one of them, and uh, couldn't get near it, so that was... Was that
3: race one, at, was that race one, yeah, the, race Mitch's one. horse? Yeah, yeah, it was a bit, I just saw it, I watched the replay and I thought maybe it wants further, but Jay Carson had every chance, just maybe just got the ground, just put up a bit, because it ended up pretty wet there, didn't
0: it? Yeah, it was very wet out at sound down, so uh, potentially a few forgive runs, managed to find a vinted head, which sort of helped out the day, but... uh. Yeah, hopefully, uh, Mini Valley's a bit kinder.
3: Yeah, now Scoot, now yeah, Scoot, I'm getting, I'm getting a bit of FOMO this week. Only negative, when I back the winter last week, so I've been up and about. But, um, a little trumpet there, da, Darwin. Yeah, little trumpet. I could could go on about it. You know, it was Henry Dwyer and my man. Well, wait, but oh, Darwin, Scoot, Darwin's on this week. Got a mm. bit of FOMO there. You know, we had that great trip up there. Bloody freezing cold down here. Get up there to what it's normally thirty-two degrees. The best drinking weather in the world up there this time of year. So wouldn't mind being up there, Scooty.
1: Maybe next year we're we'll trying to uh, get something off the ground with uh, one of the local pubs up there, but uh, we're just oh be- yeah, beaten right. for time yeah. and just couldn't get a permit through the, the Darwin City Council. So definitely next, next year we'll, uh, we'll try and get it orchestrated. I tell you what, we're, not, we're shooting for the stars too. It'll be bigger than Ben
3: Hur if we get up there and, DK, you'll be first first oh, up there. Four years ago I reckon it was up there. where we school, Was that four years ago? It was 2018 now. Yeah, it bloody, seems like a long time. It was one of the great trips and uh, <laughs> bloody hell. I love going, yeah. Go, go your hardest on that one, Scooty. Get us up there next year for sure. I'll
1: be trying. Uh, I've done a little bit of the form. I thought the favourite in the cup might be hard to beat. Living the
3: dreamer, Perth Horse, I would have thought. And- I'll tell you what, there's a bit more to that. He started down here. I reckon mm. he started with Mitch Friedman.
0: Yep, with was Mitch, then went with Lindsay.
3: Lindsay, yeah. And then oh, I,
0: pe- actually, I actually bet into that race he won, the metric mile. I thought he was a bit blessed given... Dominus missed a start and it was sort of all over from there. I thought the run of the race was on the Fox. He's the 2,000 meter he's horse. another one
3: from down here. I think Jamie yeah. Edwards had him, He's X he?
0: down here. He's, he's the 2,000 meter horse compared to Living the Dream. He's probably a bit sharper. I thought 750 um. each way, he might get me, but that's that's real sick areas on a Thursday morning to be talking about the
3: Darwin <laughs> Cup <Club laughs> on Mondays. Uh, you love you're, 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 you're a
1: better. You bet. Keep betting. I've done that race inside out, Nico, so I'm happy to have a little, couple little side bets there. I think. There's a couple of roughies and a couple of big, big runs from the Chief Ministers Cup uh, three weeks ago, so we might uh, post up a little set for Darwin Cup Day next Monday because I'll be betting in, uh, into all of them. I reckon for the races throughout the card, and I'll be, uh, I'll be watching a lot and investing a lot. So uh, interesting, I reckon. We'll put uh, a group set out, we'll put out a couple of sets for Darwin Cup Day. It's, uh, it's a great day's racing there, and. Uh, I just thought living the dream was pretty soft uh, winning last start. And you know, I'm not, not convinced with your your run, but uh, we can discuss it off air. What uh, what else has popped up this week is a new account called Track Scran, which is really interesting. And uh, Mitch B has got his little paws all over this one, and it's uh, uncovering the best race course food and whistle stops in between. So if you can find food on track or on the way to the races, uh, Track Scran wants to know about it. So, uh We've uh we've bobbed up and said that uh we'll help him out and so will uh Mitch Beer in terms of sponsorship. So we might uh put some prizes up for grabs there. What's a scran? Food. It means food. Actual... So track track food. If you if you Google Scran. I don't, nobody it means like food.
2: food more than me? And I've never heard the word scran in my life. Is it from a certain No, I think it's more of, of an English
1: world? term. English okay. English term. But uh if you, if we flick over to the next photo here, I tell you what, uh, there's an early front runner here. This looks absolutely Mickey Mouse. This is your country, Walt Taree. Twelve bucks, you can get the beef brisket and caramelized onion gravy burger with chips, and it looks. Does anyone
2: out there feel that you've lost a child and you're trying to bring him back into the fold through Trax Grand even <laughs> though he's gone on to bigger and better things? Is that what Trax Grand is? Is this you holding on to a memory of someone we've now long forgotten? But obviously you haven't. Or? Mate,
1: Mitch Beer, friend of the show, just says, "Make have a look at this. Get all, get around this thing." And I thought, well, why not? We're, we love we love our Tucker here, and I think there's plenty at the race. You've
2: got to let him go you are going to bigger and better things. You've got to let him go. <laughs>
1: it's not done yet, this track screen. It's a beauty. Have a look at okay. this. The roast pork roll for 10 bucks at Sunny Co. Someone else sent that in. And there's string in the burger. So that Borders. was free of charge for string. Borders. And I don't that's know. I think, I think that's a bit that's hairy. That's It looks on. like swordfish. This <laughs>
3: looks a bit average. That's one of those ones from Coles. I don't recognise those strings. <laughs> what, what,
2: what about the little condiments in the background? In the... Yeah, the salt pepper. I haven't and pepper. seen them and for a long time.
1: There's no butter on the roll.
2: But they're from like the 80s, those packets in the back.
1: Mate, have a look at this, uh, this next one. This is Tommy Turbo Country and uh, Johnny McLeod. Oh. Tucker here, curry prawns with rice, or you can get hot chips. The late mug punner, he'd go chips all yeah, the there time. It is. That's <laughs> there his special. But have a look at this at the Brisbane Racing Clubs. I think you can get that at, it must mean you can get it at Doom and an Eagle Farm, 17 bucks for what the- about,
2: There's a plate that's from the 70s. That okay. is not even 80s, that's right? 70s. What
1: a beauty that is. So I think uh, I Scran of the Week would be whoever sent in that, uh, that little delicacy at uh, Taree. Tell you what, wouldn't wouldn't I'd nearly make the trip to Taree for that, but if brisket not, we might have to go to Ballina and see if the Ballina Turf Club have got a prawn roll down there.
2: But Taree's not worth going eh? to do for many things, I promise <laughs> you. The <laughs> roundabout on the way in where they throw bricks at you is pretty good. That's about it. At least on the way out, it's worth it.
1: Uh, all right, so follow on Twitter at Track and if you want to win a prize, uh, you can uh, you, you can send it in and uh, hopefully it can make the show. DK or Nico, have you got any specialties
3: that uh, from from your track visits? I. Yeah, well, I just think very important that bit there. You said's said good about the whistle stops in between, because uh, crowds on track are sort of going, sort of especially in country tracks. So the food's not what it was back then, and even back when I first started working at the races for Anthony Dowdy, uh, who's a who's a bookie, and still a bookie now. Actually, i have got to be the news on him after I say this. Um, he's big on the tea. It was big on the tooth. So I really learned to eat well under him, and he eat though even going to this track. Okay, we better go to the bakery. So Seymour always stop at the Seymour Bakery and get the pies. Geelong, deviate into the middle of town, go to this joint, get the pies and whatnot. So um, we know there's a lot, uh, a lot of people who enjoy their pies and there's some beautiful country bakeries. So I reckon throw them in as well. Now, to look at an ID, idea, I had to go to a function at Lamaro's on Sunday and uh, walk in and Paul Dematina's there. And he says, well, where are you? Which, which joint are you in? Because well, there was two functions. I said, oh, I'm in there with Cluffy. And he said, well, what's the other one? He said, it was David Price's 60th birthday. Carrots from Hong Kong, so Hong oh. Kong Seasons season. is So I have a look in there, I go to have a look in there, and I see AD in there. So I wander in half an hour later and say, G'day, AD, and, mate, there was, geez, there's some heads there, Hayes, Craig Williams, everyone's there anyway. So uh, then AD says, uh, I said, AD, how's the booking going? And oh, yes, starting online, starting online. So he's, uh, he's going to be the, uh, Solarium Bet's going to be the 79th bookie, uh, Diamond Bet with uh, AD and John Dow <laughs> and a few uh, very well-known people involved there are going to be booking number 80. So that was it. And on on uh, Tuesday, I've had a, got to lunch at the railway Scoot for a steak with F. Hudson. F, Lovely. F. Hudson. The bi- biggest bookie in my I've ever seen, F. Frank Hudson. So, um and he's got he's got Riverbet going with Ray Swatti. <laughs> and uh always pump him about always pump him up. I, I want stories about Mockbell and stuff like that, you know. I love because my mock, I knew in my day Mockbell was always betting with Frank, and my favorite people say, put up your favourite racing photo. always put up the photo of mockbell standing there. With Frank saying, give us 30 on that and 20 on that. <laughs> and he said, uh, one day, he said, oh, he said oh, Tony, Tony, Tony was doing his clacker. He said, Tony, mate, I need some cash. I need some cash. You're doing your arse. I need some cash to, if you want to keep betting, I need some money. And he, and he said, I'll oh, just hold on 10 minutes, Frank. And he said, he went to the car park, bought back the plastic shopping bag with 300,000 in it, gave it to him, and said, Can I keep betting now? Can I keep betting now? Yeah, yeah, sure, of course you can. So, but he was saying, he was saying, if you heard, uh, I don't know, Walt or you've come across this, there's, I said, "How's, how's the boogie? How's the new bookie online bookie going?" He said, "It's great. He's great for the first month or whatever." And he said, "Then there's this thing where they all self-exclude. So you get the clients, they bet with you, they lose, they self-exclude, and you leave, and you lose them as clients. I'd never heard of it. And everyone said, yeah, yeah, it's happening everywhere. It's happening.' With all those new bookies, they'll find them." So um, he said, "Yeah, it's great. So you, you sort of you get your, you spend the money starting up, you win it all in the first couple of months, and then you lose the clients, and you get your money back. But then you, you haven't got any sort of you still got the same expenses, but..." where you going to get your clients from so he, i'd never heard of it but he said no, it's happening it happened to all the new bookies there's punters wait for him to start and uh, have you heard of that scoot or not well, what uh, it, not.
1: yeah I've, I've heard i've heard a bit of it and i think that's part of the reason why it's it's, um, it's a big issue a big issue and i think it's a, a really there's, big challenge for these 80 bookmakers that think they can just pop up and do it like i know i know how hard tristan and the hands work and i've i used I, I, I bookmake for seven years i was Betting and watching on watching every AFL NRL game for seven years, I tell you what, like, it's it's an absolute grind, and people that haven't done it before, um, like the phone never stops, the, the the action never stops, and you've got the hottest punters on the planet that are just knocking your door down, um, especially with these minimum bet limits. So, if you're not an established business, I think it's crazy, and I I just I just don't understand uh, where the growth's going to come from um, with everyone trying to it's a feeding frenzy, and then and then. There's, there's all these restrictions to try and um, cap revenue to a million dollars, oh, or otherwise you're in the you know the deep blue sea where Tristan is, and he's now having to wind out his prices. So there's a there's a question. It's a good little segue into uh, a question from our YouTube channel last week. It said we are talking about sports bet um, hiding the races in Queensland and playing games where they're taking him out of the next jump screen. He said. This guy, Anthony Wellham, he wrote in and said, good on sports bet, question mark. It's all fun and games until you miss a $22 winner because it's not the next race column. Um, They're also punishing us punters. It's not our fault. It's got nothing to do with us. And he said it's ridiculous that he has to go searching for a bet in Queensland. But I guess when when the bookies put new – or when the PRAs and the government puts new taxes in, uh, the bookies have to react and try and work out a way to increase their margins. So they'll wind their prices out or – They'll make a stand and they'll try and hide that product or deliberately decrease turnover to say, hey, this is what's going to happen if we don't promote your product. So you've already seen, um, I think Ladbrokes have pulled out of the Broncos and it's just going to be a really tough 12 months. So I, DK, I think it's um, it's no surprise that these people are going to self-exclude because these people have already self-excluded at uh, all the big boy joints um, and, it's, and I think it's going to come to a head in the next two weeks because there's a national list that goes out and um, it's going to – Put the clamps on everyone. So.
2: But you're not you're not bound to do it. So you've got at the moment <laughs> little ones opening up two, three, four of their own clones of their own website to pass the problem gamblers around. Exactly. So you've got 80 companies now that all they're doing is basically promoting problem gambling even if they're not aware of it. Yep. So the only people looking for a home are the people that are jumping from one to the other and that's who the, the you know, if, if it continues down this path, that's who we're going to rely on to fund the industry. Mm. And I I think
1: there would be a few people that are opening up these clones to to skirt around the rules no doubt there's there's, well, there's
2: no rules they're actually not even at the moment you don't have to unless they are self excluded with you you mm. can still bet them theoretically yeah it's wrong I, I and think- it should be a national register and as soon as you're on that register if you take a bet from that person mm. you should check it every day against yeah. your database you know yeah. it can't be what's going to be on there 10 20 30 people who knows
1: i'm saying there'd be there'd be people knowingly opening up white and up extra white labels to get around they're,
2: that's what they're doing mm. But to, it, they're not breaking the rules. It's yeah. horrendous, horrific. But that's what it's not breaking the rules. Mm.
3: DK, no, spot on. That's what that's what he's that's what Frank said. I said, you know, now yeah, 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 you've you've done it, and he said, well, you now it's sort of turnovers drying up and stuff like that. What would you do? Probably, and you know, they only went small. They just got basic software and just stuck their toe in the water. And he said, you'd probably you know start again with some, you know, and and, and go again because you know once you once you lose those um. Yeah, he said, yeah, bookmaking in the old days when we were there, it was all about, you know, it's good you, know, you had you had, to, you had clients. And sometimes you only need one. And a lot of those big guys, Mark Reed, he started with three, you know, great clients the great clients that got him going and stuff like that back in the day. And you look after them. remember Alan Tripp. Alan Tripp, to say, you only need one. You only need one. But that, they were, that was in a different era and a different time. But AD's been one, all about looking after clients, giving them great service. It's an ongoing relationship over time. But now they just come on, bet for a month, do their clacker, self-exclude, go to the next bookie, you know. Self-exclude there, lose self-exclude, go you to the You can't mix.
2: keep up with Sportsbet with what they can give them. Mm. That's the problem. And so it. at the moment, the little guys can afford to keep up a little bit because they don't pay the same margin that someone like Tristan does who's stuck in the middle or Sportsbet, which is fair enough. They've got a bigger threshold so they can afford a bit more. Someone like Tristan's cast because he can't keep up with the promotions and keep good prices, so he just loses his clients back up to Sportsbet after whether it's a day, a week, a month. They just go back where they came from. Mm. You can't keep up. So it's, and it's not sports fault. That's all, you know, they're doing their best to keep their, their market percentage up. Uh, the taxes are strangling the people in the middle and the little guys, as you say, they've just got to sort of offer what they can for as long as they can, but it doesn't help anyone really. Mm.
1: And uh, the problem is this, and they're just over servicing prize money. So well, it might take a while yeah. to correct, but fingers crossed it can.
2: They're over servicing prize money and they're over servicing top end of town. Re, no retail, get your, you, what do you call them? Recreational gamblers mm. to, to hold them. And anyone who's not in that bracket is cast.
3: Mm. He was saying, "Is Ben Ben, our mate? Oh, well, he's, well, he's, no, we know him. I know him from Darwin and that good. Yeah, ben Cray, Ben Cray's had a win because Hudson said uh, he said the only in rule enforced on any product you have to go up on by a certain time was New South Wales trots. They've got to be up at ten a.m. every day, but uh, so you can't just not put them up till the last thirty seconds. But you can and, go at 150. You can, up, you can go up, what yeah. you like. You yeah. can still make exactly.
2: a mistake, but that's the problem. They're going up 140, mm. 150. like it's. But what's you have, the point? they have to. But no, yeah. no so I, I
3: don't mind if you don't want to bet. Don't put the prices up. Mm. Simple. Agree. Oh, yeah.
2: I, think, I think I think what it's going
1: to uh, you know it's going to come to a head, and I think um, Richie Irvine is going to step back into space, and we're trying to form this punters coalition. I think he's sort of fishing in the right sort of pond where it needs to be a national body that sets minimum bet laws and and sets the rules. It's going to be expensive and, and costly to set up, but I think it just has to come from top down. And then everyone needs to work around the rules, so it's uh, every every
2: joint's on the same page, and, yeah, and the naturally the market will all will find it's got to be a two place thing because if you put minimum bet laws up, all that's going to happen now is they're going to put market percentage up. So there's got to be it's got to be a two faced attack because otherwise it's just ridiculous. exactly all that minimum bet laws do now is they just yeah, you're getting three dollars fifty instead of four dollars.
3: But I just and I said it to Frank and well, could you have ever envisioned? that in 2012 or 2010, or when I finished at Sportsbet, 2013, that we'd be here where we are now. With You know, it is so cyclical. And 10 years earlier than that, we're on the track, blasting away with the track gang, and the, the track was still a place to be. 10 years later, Sportsbet had just taken over, the and, and, and Top Sport and all that get up and going. And now, 10 years later, have got 80, going to be 100 online bookies. You know, it's just it's just but an it's amazing not, yeah, cycle. It's, it's, it's a, yeah, it's just all false, isn't it? Just do, it doesn't a, stand, just, but it doesn't stand still. It just doesn't stand still, and it's you know, it's amazing.
1: I tell you what's going to uh, be good fun is next Thursday, uh, the Coffs Harbour Punters Club. So uh, we're going to fly our man to man Borco up, and we're going to film it out of uh, out of my place, same as the uh, the Gold Coast Magic right, stream. So Walt's going to come here, and uh, we're going to get Donnie as well. So they're going to be blasting away on all the Coffs Harbour Punters Club. Uh, I think there's Kembler as a supporting card, Cranbourne, and uh I think there's some Pinjara there.
2: Donnie will be scouting the non tabs. If he's scouting everything already, he'd be onto it.
1: He's he's very thorough, I mean, Anthony Don. And uh I think the most important thing is the sunshine's forecast uh every day up until Kosovo Cup. So it Touch needs wood. it because uh, everyone's getting off the fence. So the trap track might be sweet. I'm not guaranteeing it, but um had a little feedback on Twitter. A couple of people want DK flown up just to sit on the couch for banter alone. But uh, what, are they, you got the footy training? Are hey, in footy it, finals?
2: The last time we were in there, he was up the road and he never even showed up. No, he's he's, he's a, a liar.
1: He doesn't. Yeah, can't find my house. Are you
2: serious? <laughs> couldn't find his house. I couldn't find it. <laughs> it wasn't, it wasn't <laughs> then, at the Chinese joint down the road. <laughs> oh, <I> couldn't <laughs> believe
3: <laughs> it. I think I had a look, scared. I think it might be presentation night that night. That night but, uh, and I did have a look. I thought maybe if it was Warwick Nabil or Mildura or someone you might have got me. But um I'll just compare that. I'll see if
2: he it. drops Aussie so he can get to 14 name drops for the day so is far. He's up to 13 doing, so <laughs> far. I'm just counting it. He's only he 13 dropped 13 name names so far. Is it? Yeah.
3: yeah. Two
1: bundles and, a, and three extra.
2: Can I, can I put Aussie in because he said footy training? Yeah, go yeah, on. That'll be 14. 14. 14. What are you just keep that tally going for the yeah. whole show. No worries. No worries.
1: <laughs> <laughs> DK's word count. Uh, well, I might have to add no, two certain sort of tally. Oh, no, name and word count. Word count,
2: he he's I broken it. He's dropped 14 names. He's got 18 words.
3: <laughs> I'm done for the show now. Oh, oh, <laughs> I'll do the sookie monologue, sookie.
2: that's it. <laughs> i tell you what, I'm not
1: sure where uh, the Manscaped product is because I've been using it. I just uh, gave the Weed Whacker a bit of a uh, touch-up or the other way around. I gave my nose a little touch-up, but keep them at, the missus happy and make sure that uh, you can uh, go full uh, Tour de France cyclist style and uh, go head to toe. You can do it in under 30 minutes. I know because I did it before Hamilton Island and it lasts about six weeks, so you can have uh, smooth uh, everything Jeez. in under 30 minutes with Manscaped. Promo code. Six weeks. What? Well, that's how long it lasts. I'm not a hairy bloke. It took ages to grow back.
2: I'm not gonna I'm not gonna delve
1: into that conversation anymore. Twenty percent off. Little birdie is the code Manscaped.com. Okay, today's show, we're gonna keep going. Believe it or not, is Don as good. Donnie's back for Donny's best. Bit unlucky. His strike rate's high. We're a big strike rate, less less is more type show, uh, Bet Doctor. Pomad and go wangibo scratch. So he's striking at hundred percent.
2: Do I does my Milky Bar count because it went on Wednesday? Yeah, oh, I didn't her. That was not an easy one. What? What about again? What, what's he doing? How did he get back on it? And then what did he do on it the other? Like he's attacking the stablemate this week. Know. What the heck's going on there? That was a weird race, sure. wasn't it? Oh, it was a weird race. Yeah, and the and of all things, the fifty to one shot that couldn't beat it the other day when they went a thousand miles an hour comes out and blouses him. You couldn't make it up.
1: Uh, Walt, you're going to have a look at uh, Rose Hill. He'll be fresh, I think. Uh, everyone's had a bit of a cupboard time lately, haven't they? You were in the cupboard. Uh, was about it on 18 Sunday? months me, yeah.
2: What's that? It's going Skown. You're in the oh, cupboard. yeah, that you was, no, that was enjoyable. Thanks. Thanks, Jimmy Innes, looking over his shoulder, mate. Just go for home. Go for the doctor, brother.
1: Last week, Nick had a cupboard job. DK's been in the cupboard for about three months. I had a cupboard job yesterday. Um, so let's uh, let's preview a couple of uh, the Rosy Hill uh, races. It's gonna be interesting. Uh, hopefully uh, the weather's a little bit better there. Top Sport Steamers, King of Sparta, got the chocolates.
2: Yeah, Some... it was very well backed. Wasn't hey, it? Was it, was it backed? like five to two to eights or something? Huge. Yeah. Huge <laughs> go. Yeah, yeah. He's yeah. off and what a gate one. That's and Scalopini.
1: Mm. Oh like. staggering.
2: Staggering. A few People there. made it there later the day, too. It was very impressive. I cheated on him. Nico Noon is going to have a look at the valley. I'll tell you what, the surface there is Mickey
1: Mouse. It's got a good, good rest. Marty Sign has done a good job. Beautiful surface, uh, Mooney Valley, always. A lot of talk about bookies, but uh, top sports are the only one you need, and they're—they'll uh, go down swinging here. They're so determined to let people on and uh, grow the game and support punters that are trying to uh, bet professionally. So. Don't worry about any of the, uh, the offshore-owned operators. Make sure you uh, support- My missus 100%
2: support. thinks I'm trying to buff Tristan Merlahan. She's like, what, what, who's this bloke you keep talking about on the phone all the time? Look at this. He's like, what the- Because what he, he, he's a bowler, this, that, and they like, should I be worried? <laughs> like, well, you never know. A few bonus bets you should be worried.
1: Oh, uh, dear. Uh, he's the new BFF. You're on the phone to him more than I am. Bloody a little hat tip for you, Nico. Uh, he had a shock last week, 10 into 5, and uh, River Rebel couldn't uh, couldn't get the job done. But uh, I think you're seeing him really well. Confidence levels must be up. You're patient, but uh, you're confident the markets, moving
3: where you're going. Yeah, a bit yeah. sick uh, last two, week. But, um, well, you're 2 in a week. Yeah, they're, yeah. They're Race 1, River Rebel and attrition. Yeah. But not not one of them could get to the line for you. You'd think one well, would win, wouldn't you? $5 found, to 2 dollars
0: We 1 last Saturday, which kind of helped an indented head, sort of helped yesterday as well. So... Like even though you can't nail the big one, you're the still steamers, still the steamers, the yeah, you still and get some the Still getting, still getting, still getting something out. Of. It yeah. wasn't a losing day or anything like that. But yeah. uh be nice I to get a steam. Day, out of line. Big trumpet here. I think this day last year, I might have tipped five or six winners at the uh, Valley. So I'm, trying, right. to, oh, I'm no. trying to, I'm trying to that on
2: Saturday. <laughs> oh no! <laughs> oh, it looks like a
1: cracking, uh, cracking card race two. It's the Lunar Hand Care handicap over nine fifty five meters. Alpha One's a favourite here over nine fifty five at the Valley. It'd be perfect that strip there. Uh D-Lane on the favorite two seventy from the Snowden Yard. Keysborough five dollars from the Hawks team. Mann five fifty. B. Mellum. Prado seven fifty. The Guava nine fifty. Uh Epic Center ten dollars. Fisson eleven. Uh Fasudo $21. And uh $81 or $91 uh for the other two in the market.
2: Snowden Source from Hawkesbury. Alpha, what, Alpha one. one?
1: Yeah. Yep. That that's the one there. But uh Nico's gonna uh take us through a couple of little uh jump outs here from Keysborough which is the son
3: of uh, Black Caviar. Just eat, eat, eat a jump out for breakfast, lunch, and dinner, you would, Nico. You just, you just
0: love it. I've become less of a jump out <laughs> man than what I was, but I think in the the two odd races, they're, they're pretty crucial. The jump outs, this is Keatsborough. He's in the Hawks' colours. He jumps straight to the front this here. This is in March. Um, and I think this is more recent than that, but this was, I thought a very stylish piece of work. This is, of course, the grandson of Black Caviar, so he's out of Ossietra, who was, I think, her first folder race, who wasn't a hack, um, probably one of the better ones. Yeah, I thought this was pretty slick work. Uh, just travels up really nice underneath, I think, Jai McNeil here. He's under an absolute stranglehold for most of this jump out. I think he has a lot of ability, this horse. This horse that charges at him late down the outside in the Freedman colors is Cannonball. who's a dual sort of uh, stakes winner. You can sort of tie in the form through a few of those horses. I thought his work through the line was very strong there. Now, this one, he took a sit. He sort of half missed the start there. I think he, he could have gone forward, but I think- They're Trying to get him to settle. I think they wanted to teach him something here, and this was another- Pretty strong piece of work. This isn't a piece of work that's as flashy as the other one, but I think this piece of work kind of showed he has a fair bit under the hood, and they're trying to sort of keep him under wraps a little bit here. This was another strong piece of work. The horse in the white is Chester Warrior, I think his name is. Um he came out and ran third on debut last Saturday in the two-yard race. He had a good hit
3: out in this jump out too, didn't he?
0: Yeah, he was given a fair hit out, the winner, and you look at the horses sort of around him, they're all sort of pushed along. He's in the orange colours and under an absolute stranglehold for pretty much the whole entire straight and then he, he really works through the line really solidly here. I reckon if he was let off the chain like Chester Warrior he would have gone with him there. Um, I thought the first up jump out was good. This is another really handy piece of work and I think he strikes a race here where uh, I think Alpha One's got a few sort of chinks in him. I think Charlemagne might be looking for a bit further than a thousand meters. You get Craig Williams going aboard here. He's a well-bred sort of horse and not going to be going to the races messing around. Um, if he can win a a listed race or a stakes race in two or three weeks he's going to be worth a lot of money this horse so he's going on the races and i think he's going to be you know right thereabouts to be ready to run a big race on debut and i think he's got a lot of ability so not surprised they've held him up this long probably trying to look for a good track not sort of give him a bottle and sit out on one of his first starts on a wet track i think this will probably be like a soft five or a soft six which will probably be nearly ideal for what a lot of the trainers look for these days that sort of soft five region so Willow goes on. I think he's pretty smart, this horse. I was very happy to back him at $5. There's a bit of guesswork involved, obviously, with you know not seeing exactly what he has under the hood, but um, I'm you happy know, to play at $5.
3: You never really do with that camp. You know, no. Either. They're very kind on him in the jump out. They're ones guards. that they
0: do let off the... Off but, oh, the they, they, they usually don't have anything left, so room. I think when they, they hold him up like that, they've definitely got uh,
3: I, something to play with. I think a key there, too, is they've only given him one jump here. They always give him two. He's obviously just the one. While he's ready to go, he doesn't need a second jump out. But um, and that nine fifty five will be—he's the there for the—he wants a the bit of tempo to get him to settle on that. But what 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 can you tell us about Alpha One, Walt? You can. know it
2: very solid horse. It's just very fit too. Very fast. It, like it, it'll be a good test to get past. It did run off the track the other day, but like, that Hawksby track and upset a lot of horses. It's just—it's um, its first up was like dynamic. Very good. Beat some nice horses. Not too much form's come out from behind. I thought it might, but it did beat them by sort of six or seven or something, and then the other day, a little bit flat. I, I just thought maybe it was a little bit flat the other day. Like it, It'll be a good test to get past it. It won't be a gimme.
3: Now, I thought, because I, I just had a quick look at when you saw you were involved in this race, Nico, that, that they will be – so Charlemagne was a change of tactics the other day because it went forward its first few starts and over-raced a bit and didn't get the job done. Malham change of tactics the other day, ride a quiet, get it to settle and finish off. Keysborough, they want it to settle and finish off, won't they? So they'll be they like will be there but they'll be looking for cover while he'll probably be stamped urgent. So, um oh, I reckon it makes an interesting race, but yeah, yeah, well, no. I
0: think the the speed's are a crucial part, isn't it? Because you look at sort of Charlemagne's coming through a race where they sat up a bit early, but he ran he'll, home and... He'll, he'll be looking for closing, cover.
3: He'll be looking for cover. Closing
0: splits. Like the the punting form data was huge on him late. And then Alpha 1, he's led his last two at, what, five and a half above relative to the class and nine and a half above yeah. relative to the class last night over a 1,000. So now he hits the middle of the... 900,000 with the 9.55 there on Saturday. So if he goes that quick, I think it could bring that out-
3: That'll the- help your horse, I reckon, because he, he, he wants to- Yeah, if yeah, they go safety.
0: quick, I think he'll bring out the best horse, which right. I think could be Keysborough. Oh, I mean, so. It's
3: quite interesting. Good way to start. It's a good race. Yeah. What's the date on Saturday? Uh,
0: 30th? Mm, so 30th? it's still 30th.
2: July. So 30th. it's still this year. No, I'm just like, it's a two-year-old cult. If it's any good, they'll be desperate to win with it because it looks huge if it ever gets, gets to being a stallion and a two-year-old, win as a two-year-old. Yeah, so you wouldn't think it won't be. It'll be trying for its life, Keysborough.
0: And and Willow's airborne. Like he's absolutely airborne at the moment, Willow. So I think you want to mm. find him.
3: He um, I don't think he rides for Foncolot or the Hawks, does he? Kind of like ever since Dunn
0: left, Willow's half had his foot in the door okay. a little bit. You got on a few of them. Remember, he rode more secrets to a few wins. Okay, oh,
3: you're right. Kind of Sorry, correct. That. No, no, that was a stupid comment. You're right. Mainly you're right, McNeil, right. but I think McNeil's uh, been doing lately. But you're right. He, a few of those maiden winners early in the year. I remember he was always on. Nico uh, Nico,
1: early in the card too, that's, that's Scooty's little pearl. He finds what lightly raced early in the card, that's when
3: you pull the trigger. He's got his MOs in place. He's early in the card and then there is no guessing what he's tipping next. Like if you just pick one horse in the whole program, <laughs> you go, all right, yeah, this suits Nico. On you go, Scooty.
1: I tell you what, Nico might have to come in uh, this this out, uh, sponsored silk, so he just keeps finding the same sort of operations uh, horses <laughs> here. But, um, you know. It's the Easy Foam Hand Wash handicap over twenty five hundred meters race five at Money Valley, and it's Rudyard favourite four twenty, Farago four eighty, Mimi's Award six fifty, Black Queen nine fifty. Here for a good time—that's my motto. Nine fifty, King's Charisma ten dollars in from sixteen. D Oliver C Mar Ousters and the Moonlight Gambler Min Lit Gambler eleven dollars. Lord Boozeron thirteen dollars. Uh, Teofil Star twenty one and Nordic Pride twenty six and better the rest. Uh. Shock me here. King's Charisma is uh, the horse that we're going to have a look at, Nico.
0: Tell us why. I'll, I'll take a cap or something like that if they want to sort of uh, <laughs> let me some merch
3: there. Who? Oh, you want Australian Bloodstock Australian or Mar Oostas or who? you with a few, Ken.
0: Yeah, I do like Well, we found two Australian Bloodstock horses last week. they ran in third and second, so hopefully this one can go one better. It's been 16s into 10s, King's Charisma. Thought 16s was a big price. Think 10s is a big price. This was an enormous run relative to the day, like nothing made ground. And he absolutely charges to the line here. Um, second fastest last 200 meters of this race. I think this was a bit of a chinky race, but he's not really a 2000 meter horse. He's definitely dead set, 2,500 stay all day. He started second favorite in the Lexus. Um, I know he probably didn't run up to it, but there's always been a market sort of expectation around this horse. He's got a fair bit of ability as well. Back on his debut here in Australia, he ran a good race behind Durst and Mankayan before the Lexus last prep. And I think that was also third up that race. So, Gets here third up, 2,500 metres, gets Ollie, which I think is very uh, prevalent given the connections. They don't really go looking for him that much. He's been 16s into 10s, so not shocked to see that move at all. And he's he's bringing in like the sad day sort of form here, like Rudar's coming off the midweeks. Mimi's Award's coming out of that strange, really slow stays race behind um, Horrifying and Through Irish Eyes. I thought she had every chance there. Here for a good time, he's coming off the midweeks. Farago gets Willow, but he's going to get a long way back. Uh, like, King's Charisma, I think, he's, I think he's one of the better performed horses in this race, and um, 2,500 metres, sort of third up, my Eustace is where you want to find him, and you get Ollie. I was very surprised he was sort of double figures in the early betting. I could get him
3: much shorter. I reckon they got him going and put him over the sticks, Nico. See that? He had sort of had the first up run, then he went to then we had the jumps trial. And I reckon then he, then he ran good the other day. So. I like that. You yeah. can sharpen him up. The Hummer
0: days did that sort of last preparation. I remember they put him over the sticks in a few herd of trials and come back and won a few races. Yeah. They know what they're doing. And sometimes with these old geldings and, you know, the European horses, they got some quirks and those kind of things. So anything to freshen their mind up, they'd be obviously trying different stables with him in that. And I think whatever they've done, this prep is working. Yeah.
1: Uh, well, let's have a quick look at uh, Morfittville Lightning Stakes. Race 8 is a feature there. Extremely Lucky's favourite, $4. Scorched Earth, $4. A little bit of top sport steam there, 4 20 into $4 from Maloney Camp. Kalos, horse of waltz, $4.20. Unflinching, $8.50. Iron a $10. Royal Dress, 11 Keep reading, $18. And you can get better than the rest. Any thoughts here, Nico, on uh, a horse like Scorched Earth with the top sport steam? And maybe you, Walt, uh... Any thoughts about the trial of Kalos? Uh, if, you, if you're just jumping the water here to try and get some uh, black tie for the three-year-old, any interest? Got for? me
2: stumped. I've, yeah, I can't pull the trial out of my my little brain, but I do remember the mare. Does that help you, Calliope? Mm. No, yeah, no, it doesn't. I was on it for mean, an no. absolute fortune one day at Hawksbury. Got beat by nose in a maiden. They ran track record time. You don't get over those sorts of things uh, quickly.
0: No. Well, she's not racing, so it's that's all uh, irrelevant, Nico. Oh, <laughs> yeah, um, I'll, I'll bring something to the table. I think Scorched Earth. She's like a 1,000-meter, 1,100-meter horse, so she probably finds her sweet spot, 1,050. Um, she's pretty good at that level. Extremely lucky. He's got some massive figures to his name. Don't know if he'd be cranked up, sort of ready to go to win a Lightning, but I wouldn't be shocked if he's coming over and running in some good races this spring in Victoria if he's uh, running well here. Um, Flinching is a dead set 1,000-meter horse. Vivi's last start, The three runs prior were were very strong. Kalos is a bit hit and miss. Um, last prep, he didn't really come up, but he's form prior where he sort of I think he won the Poseidon or the Danehill down the straight at Flemington would probably see him in this. But, yeah, I think this has probably scorched a sweet spot at that sort of distance. I wouldn't pen Royal Dress. I think she's probably in the game, but I, I'd go do a little bit more work on the race. But it does look a few chances, a bit of a tricky race. Um, I remember when Nature Strip won this race, beating Sunlight, and they offered up $2. Don't think the punters are going to get it that easy uh, this year. But uh, I think Extremely Lucky may be the best horse. Just maybe wait till second or third up.
1: What did you make a royal dress last start? Win
0: seven links at Donald it was good, very good. Um, she's just she seems like she's come back a bit better this prep.
3: Yeah, she's always had wraps on it. Always trialled good and to jump on the lure there. You know, if you jump on the bunny there, sometimes it can be, um, you know, you can be over overachieve a bit. So, you know, uh, if you get if it's a one horse one horse race sort of thing, those things I call them sometimes, and they get into a race like this, which is a real race. So, um, but yeah, she's always had wraps on it. I think she's, uh, she's Cornwall, isn't she? So yep. Yeah.
1: Trick of the race, one to uh, keep your eye on. But uh, as I mentioned before, I think uh, there's some early steam for Scorched Earth at the 420 there. So watch the uh, the betting flux there. Uh, if you want to take your form a little bit more seriously, punningform.com.au is uh, what Nico and I love. It's the ultimate comparison tool. So uh, yesterday, for example, you can just, uh, once you find a track or uh, a situation that you like, you can just drop yourself in and uh, you can analyse any form or any race. And do, uh, I can do a race in about 20 or 30 minutes once you've got uh, the gist of punning form and once you can understand uh, the benchmarks and stuff like that. And it's uh, it's really good if you can try and find uh, some track patterns and profiles and uh, very fast to do the form. So if you want to go to the next step, make sure you try uh, punningform.com.au and uh, you can find winners from different races, follow horses, black book, do it all. So uh, make sure you check out that and uh, Shane Baker will give you a tutorial if you need it. Walt, time to uh, talk Rose Hill. And I find it a little bit amusing that you've uh, chosen race seven, the special achievement Shelby 66 handicap over 1,800 metres. Shelby's back.
2: Oh, is that the first race of the day that the uh, hand foam wash people haven't got their hands on? So uh, what is it, the Shelby 60? How, what's he getting a name r- raced after him for? What oh, I don't know. He's done something. He's had, he had 37 probably. runs. Is he being spelled, he spelled a... or is he just having a little
1: freshening? Where is he? Oh, right. Hopefully uh, he's still a bit of the horse somewhere. there. Hmm? hopefully there's still a bit horse there yeah. good to see him uh, come nice. back Wicklow's a favorite in this one up at Rose Hill is the track going to be better
2: oh well I, I did have a look and it's a 10 at the moment I think they've got 42 mils or something and half a mil or something in the last 24 hours but the next four what is it what day is it Thursday Friday Saturday all clear <laughs> but 16 degrees or something so uh, wouldn't be expecting too much four meter rail Um, yeah it'll still be a slog fest I'd say
1: do you always have to use your fingers to go Thursday, Friday, Saturday? Well, I don't know Saturday. what day
2: it is. I was trying to work out what day it is first and <laughs> I sort of I actually work out my week by, you know, Monday I get to spend with Paul Daly, Thursday I get to spend with you. So that's how I sort of work out the week. Thursday, Sunday, family day. day. That's it.
1: Wicklow's a favourite here, $3.50. Aramis is $7.50. Kirkby, $8.00. Uh, Caesar's Palace, $11.00. $11, Fjordland, $11.00. $11, highly Desired, $12.00. $12, Philipsburg, 12 Dr. Evil, $13.00. Carlstad, 14 and $21.00 or better the rest. Going we'll to have a look at uh, Wicklow last time at Grafton over a mile.
2: So this is my throwback, just a mug. I know you put the scrant in. I just wanted to tip Wicklow because of mug. So this day it was like dynamite, uh leader lead a f- or on, on pace. Up the inside was certainly the place to be too. So And and for whatever reason, they just handed the race to surf dancer as well. So it was absolutely uh, sickening if you're on a back marker, you just had no hope. Uh, and I think Wicklow sort of, even though it looks like it peaks late, it really puts in a strong effort to make up any sort of ground. Uh, and the stable mate, Wairiri Falls coming with it, was a good effort too, uh, just a complete forget. And a, just a really good like sit sprint uh, run up of uh, a, a run that's going to really bring him on to, you know, like he, here's some some tidy sort of horses here have been racing on hard, uh, like uh, testing tracks. He's going to come in here with pretty fresh legs. The problem is he's going to get back a little bit if uh, potentially there is any problem, but uh, you've got, Quite a bit of speed. Highly desired. Uh, Caesars Palace. Hopefully, Carlstad and Tudor Prince kick up inside. And uh, and Wicklow should be, you know, a Bowman on. Doesn't matter. He'll, he'll he'll judge it. If they go slow early, he'll be midfield. If they're going quick, he'll just let it relax like he did the day at one um, early in its prep. And and should be strong like here. just looks to be, you know, just have a bit of class on these. I'm scared of one horse. And that's Fiordland, Drawn out wide. Stable, mate. And if it gets in, if they sort of all press forward and it slots in fourth, fifth, it's going really well. Uh, Sort of jumps up in trip, but uh, I think it's fourth up, so it should be ready to go. And if Wicklow finds trouble, it's the one I'm scared of, but I think Wicklow will be very, very hard to beat here.
1: Beautiful. So a typical, we're going to go the Waller favourite and we can get wrong wallet.
2: We can get wrong wallet, and then you've got 16 other Waller, wrong Wallers to choose from if you really want to cop it right in the Pakaiba.
1: Mm. Gee, Brock Ryan was lucky he didn't bring down that stable, mate. Or- Sharp left-hand turn there. Very, very fortunate Mm. not to cause a fall in that race at Grafton. Mm. Scary. Mm. Missed
2: by millimetres, I would have thought. We're lucky that the big boys are all pretty much back now. I think they might take a week or two to get back into stride. Um, Probably a good day. You saw McDonald, a couple of short ones. I think he got one home yesterday, didn't he? But um, while they're still sharpening up after a a month or so off, a few of them have had. It's uh, interesting times, but they'll be back with the good horses. What's the
1: long-range weather forecast in Sydney? At are these how are the tracks going to go in spring? Do you, like, well, you guess
2: is rooted a word you're allowed to say in life? They're they're basically just tired. Like even when the even when the dry comes like uh, comes back if it does come back, you know it's not going to be till late spring summer that we're going to get the the growing conditions to sort of patch it all up. It's going to be um, it's a long road ahead for all these tracks in New South Wales. You know you can see they're going down with under 10 mils of rain at the moment because they're just they're a bit, you know, patchy and muddy and slippery and dangerous. So i um, not saying that tracks they're racing on are dangerous. That's why they're not racing if they are. It's just uh, nothing they can really do about it.
0: Mm.
1: Yeah. It's, uh, the long-range forecast that I've, I've had a look at, September looks like it's going to have Keep 10 coming. days of rain. Yeah, good. Like August, not too bad. But I tell you what, they're in for a shock. And I tell you what, it doesn't look any better in October. October looks... Looks gone yeah. though.
2: It I looks think like- so. just, just keep. I, I, the problem is with all this is it's just sort of unprecedented. So every week you're lining up. They're moving rails. They're doing what they can to try and patch things up, but they're doing things that are out of the norm because they have to, which mm. is fine. Um, absolutely no knock on them, but it's just very difficult to sort of set up early. Uh, I found that myself that you know ninety percent of betting or ninety nine percent's late if you are betting. And, you know, sacrificing if, – if there's a setup where you're happy to take an angle like maybe Scone the other day where the, the rail was been out five, six metres for two, three months, they dropped it back to true, you can ha- take the punt that the fence is going to be good. But if if you're really not sure and, and it's sort of the, the smarter angle to take I think at the moment with even with these city tracks that you've got a lot of data on, you're, you're better off sort of sacrificing the first couple of races if you yeah. have to just to – just to have some solid idea of what, what the track's going to race like. If it
1: stays wet all spring, mm. the autumn shenanigans of all the wet track form should hold. So it make your life easier, Walt. So it'll
2: come back <laughs> round. I just, I reckon there's about a thousand people out there with 40 horses in their uh, black books going, waiting for dry, dry. waiting for dry. Yeah. There was one that sort of popped up yesterday and I missed it. I bloody was playing tennis and whacked it in the chat room too late. A, I saw that Pricey light who's been. Racing quite well in Sydney with not a lot of luck and ducks up there, gets a dry track and wins B5 at $18. But um, there'll be a lot of form reversals when it does come dry. It's going to be a nightmare, but it is what it is in your face, what's in front of you.
1: Hmm. No, it's going to be expiring spring ahead. Hmm. Race eight is the winter challenge. So they try to get this one off the ground, uh, no luck with the races abandoned. And uh, we've seen a couple of horses sneak into the field here and crosstalk is uh the favorite now and it's one of them it's three dollars fifty gay bot yard uh jean jean van over and jojo was a man 390 second favorite too much to bear 750 gold trip 950 Durson uh 11 oscar zulu 11 snippy fox 14 year is 16 Charlize 21 looks like elvis uh, i think he's also nominated for uh eagle farm uh, it's 26 dollars, and you can get uh much better than the rest we'll have a quick look at uh crosstalk here in the white and brown uh he's Sort of, it was fourth offence, and now that's him uh, getting sort of like punched along there in the white sleeves, just about to overtake the leader here.
2: He he got the dream run here, but they went, when I say dream run, I think they went like 15 above or something to the Mm. 600. So they went 100 mile an hour. It was like 10 above whatever it was, and they came home like horribly slow. So whatever you're seeing here, he's not doing a lot. He's just out-toughed them, Mm. and it was very weird that the sort of the back markers didn't get into the race. Obviously, the track was sort of playing a bit on speed, but they went significantly quick there. and and got home. Uh, what's that done to him? Has the extra week helped him? Um, yeah, he's, he's not a horse that I feel like that day I was pretty much against him because I thought the back markers had come into it, and he sort of got <laughs> a better run than I probably thought he would, and, but he, he probably went better too. Uh, here he looks to get a really nice run, which sort of makes it a little bit more difficult to oppose him. The weird part of this race is that you've got Gold Trip comes in. There must be a 61 kilo max top weight or something, and uh, like he's meeting... He should be getting 16 kilos off gold trip. He's getting eight. Um Jojo was a man's meeting um crosstalk four kilos better than he should at the relative weights. So he's getting he should be getting three kilos more off gold trip than than what he is, but he's still, you know, relatively better in than crosstalk. So uh class wise, crosstalk's got to really step up. Um, and that extra week and you know, any sort of time for the track to dry would be in gold trip's favour. I was kind of against him last week, but this week you've Sort of got to factor him in a little bit more. And even Durst in that extra week may help him too. I thought like his best runs well here. He's still sort of five kilos poorly off in the weights at Gold Trip. So he's really well-weighted Gold Trip. It's just the setup for him that's the issue. The two favorites have got perfect setups. Um, Jojo should sit right behind. Crosstalk should cruise across lead or sit outside lead. And they should get their chance. They shouldn't go furious tempo here. It's just uh, it's a bit of a wash race for me. Um I couldn't really find an angle, to be honest, last week. I thought they were going to go really quick and you could find a couple of roughies to back this week. It looks like they just get perfect runs, but I don't really want to be in their corner.
1: What about you, Nikov? Are you in the fan club? C Ma, Eustace, Australian Bloodstock. You got the cap on? you Are you going to have a little
0: nibble at the 950? I'll take the cap off for this one. I think, I think crosstalk's really smart. I don't know if we talked about him a few weeks ago. I remember talking about him on some show I was on, and uh, he was... Like Walt said, that was a really fast run race, and he just sort of out toughed them there late. The start prior, he bumped into JoJo, wasn't man, started 350. He actually made him three kilos, I think, better for that performance at the weights for this run. So, all sort of relative that, isn't it? Um, and you look at it, that was a good four. Now they get back to sort of a heavy 10, where Crosstalk's unbeaten this prep on the wet ground, and overall got a very good record on the wet ground as well. So, um, I'm glad. I'm like, well, I'm glad he's had an extra week between the runs because that could have flattened him that last start. But it's not the camp where you want to be sort of jumping off them too early. They seem to run through brick walls when they shouldn't. The uh, the Waterhouse Spot team, they're tough as their horses. Um, if he can win this, I'm interested to see where he measures up in the spring because if, if he's winning this and beating Jojo was a man, I'd suspect he's every chance to be, you know, if he can keep progressing a, a lightweight chance at an Epsom or something like that. But he's probably got to come out and show it on Saturday. Um, but I wouldn't be shocked if he did. I'm kind of warming to him. I, I kind of want to back him, but I'm I'm just – I'm a bit outside of my lane here, DK. <laughs> I
2: it, I reckon the money will come for Jojo and Crosstalk will be soft. True. Yeah, I reckon it'll be soft. And and I'm I'm with Nick. If you want to back one of the two, I think Crosstalk's got far more upside than Jojo was a man.
1: Can we see $5 about uh, Crosstalk?
2: Well, I thought you would get it last start and it started evens or something and, and, and they were jumping out of trees to take it. So it's a bit of a funny horse for me to gauge the, what it's going to do with price, but um, – yeah, it's interesting. It'll be interesting. It's worth keeping an eye on. I'll tell you what, if you want more of uh, John's action, and uh, as he said. Are you gonna talk about my roughies or not? We're not just talk too much today. Hey? Can we just mention? We'll just mention, I wanted race nine, but I missed the cutoff by seven minutes. <laughs> There's a horse in there who's tried like a rocket. I think it doesn't. It, it ran second in Hawkesbury innings before it, it a spell. Uh, it's gonna be last with Jay Ford over 1100 first up. So don't expect. Um, you know, it to be 100% on the job on Saturday as in it may have a, a goal later on, but it could just be too good from Dalcini. I think it's a pretty smart horse, and if you want to watch its trial on the synthetic. It, $21. Um, yeah, it's $21. So Top it's a, just a stab at the – it's, it. it's a horse that you would stab yourself in the head if it got up at $21 because <laughs> it's better than these. I, I know that, and um, it's just a matter of whether it can, you know, overcome a few hurdles on Saturday. Dream Circle's gone 12, 14, back to 11. Standard David Payne scratch-your-head setup and it's the other horse in the race at sort of $15, $16. I thought they could run well in the last. I'm just not a big fan of Easy Single who's going to be a, a pretty short price favourite on. So, anyway, oh. looking around then.
1: So uh, Dal Chini $21 and uh, Dream Circle, $12 your top sport. So uh, make sure you back both of those and then uh, buy your shares in the Coffs Harbour uh, Cup. Thunder's Club with, uh, with your winnings there because uh, I think it's going to be a fun little day on a Thursday, Arvo, if, uh, if you want to watch the races and uh, build a bank for uh, for next Saturday. Terrific stuff. Racingwatch.com.au is uh, where Walt's uh, Discord chat is. And uh, as he said, with those uh, with so much weather around in the Sydney races, uh, you get his final thoughts on race day. And I, I sort of agree with what he's saying, especially rain-affected tracks. Um, it's good to see how the track plays in the first couple of uh, events, and uh, you can often find angles that people have missed. So uh, racingwatch.com. It's interesting. Though,
2: I'm going to, like, from for, like, for August 1st, I'm changing everything, as in, like, I'll send sheets out or whatever Saturdays and Wednesdays because you kind of everyone needs them as early as they can. Mm-hmm. But everything's going to be, like, just when I bet, sort of try and send out Telegram, and it'll be five to ten minutes out which is interesting when DK is still able to to do the opposite. But um, I'm just finding it so difficult early uh, that I I think sort of armed with more information, everything's going to be late now, but that's, you know, it's it's a great game.
1: It's time for our new favourite segment. It's Don's Best.
4: G'day guys, it's Anthony Don here. I'm back for another instalment of Donny's Best for the weekend's racing. Last week was a bit of a tough one. We had both horses scratched on Thursday i think i started a bit of a scratching pandemic when my two horses came out on thursday splintering in the grass scratched on friday and even this week half the bloody manly team was scratched because they have to wear pride jersey anyway we'll get some to the races this weekend i like a horse in race five number 10 it's called huss on first really nice filly from the day stable first up at its debut. It was a strong tempo and still managed to run some of the day's best late sectionals. I really like that formula when a horse is stepping up and trip The big field, the strong tempo, and the 1,400 at Eagle Farm, it will suit this filly. I think she might be a really good bum. So that's race five, number 10, on first. The other one I like is uh, race one, number five, C. Marie. It ran a really nice race behind Batiga, who I've got a, a big opinion of first start, our last start. So I've got two horses for this weekend, Hassan first in race five and C. Marie in like race one. Good luck, boys.
1: Tell you what, Donnie's starting to fish into uh, the mugs Pond, $3 on first, nice and short, might uh, might drift there. And Seemarie's $2.50, so a bit of percentage on the board there at uh, Top Sport early, so just be careful, watch the market and um, see how hot they are. But uh, I tell you what, no stone unturned, uh, Donnie's he's, Prop, he's got one job for the
2: weekend. My, one of my mates has lobbed in the Top Sport Mad Dash at half time or whatever there it is on Saturday. Yeah, the Titans. And Donny's got a video up for me. He said, I don't know how I'm gonna fit it in between, <laughs> you know, keeping across all action, but uh if you can get on Ryan Gailey in the Top Sport Mad Dash, he said he'll be eight spears deep, but he thinks he's a moral.
1: Can are they do they bet on
2: it? You've got to spin around eight times on the baseball bat and then run and he says, I'm just he I'm in training, I'm ready, I'm ready for it. It's <laughs> oh, gonna Jesus. peak.
1: The training would just do my melon.
2: Oh, yeah. Mate, I, I would chuck eight spins. I'd be out of business. I'd end up in the side wall. I
1: could barely. Ju- you, know, you, you know, they throw it down, you've got to jump over the stick. I, yeah. I don't think I've ever jumped over the stick after three spins at the bat. <laughs> I'd love to see DK do it too after a couple of st- stubbies. That would oh. be worth streaming.
2: I wouldn't be able to do one spin. I wouldn't be able to do one spin. <laughs> mate, his <laughs> ballroom be. dancing background had come into play there. He's been, he's been spinning all his life.
1: Uh, let's have a look at top sports steamers. The Valley Race Nine Number Four Condos Express, exclaiming now to uh, Gavin uh, Bedgood. I think a uh, friend of the show, uh, Clarkie, uh might be uh, have a toenail of this one. Uh, Nico, would you like that bet? Five hundred and eighteen dollars.
0: Mm, funny horse, always shown a lot of ability. Uh, I think it is a betting stable, so that might be sort of stable inspired. He's only had five weeks since his last run with lamming, so they've obviously they may have seen something. Um, I don't think you could back him off his form, so maybe where there's smoke, there's fire. There.
1: Rosehill race four, number one, lovely esteem, four 400- hundred. At 9.50, John Walter, have you read the uh, rundown sheet? I've <laughs> <I heard the, laughs> read the rundown don't, sheet. I don't even anything. know why. Mate, I've got
2: that many people staying in my house, I can't get to a computer before everyone sort of wakes up. I'm too scared to do anything. But, Narrated uh, notions. Uh, uh, oh, tough, 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 Tiny tough, Winnie,
1: tough race. Elusive it,
2: winnable race. How scary is it? Third up, going okay, but McDonald on, low draw, gets the nice run. A lot of non-winners in there. Mon Felicity's the horse I'm... Interesting think fourteen dollars is, is, is big, but you got Reggie coming back from Mick and Os, who knows what planet he's on.
1: You just tip one of uh, Reggie's. I think he's riding Dream Circle.
2: Yeah, but that's all right. He's fifteen to one or whatever. He's fifteen to one here. I don't <laughs> mind tipping him at fifteens, but he's dead set. He could be still bloody breaking plates. And uh, and I don't really yeah, narrated notions. Tinny Woody sort of dropped off his four Drizzle needs another lap. So I I've, yeah think lovely esteem probably by default is the one to beat.
1: Okay. $9.50 into six dollars. So we've all missed the price. Maybe uh, cop-unders and win. That sometimes happens.
2: And just keep betting on Jay Ford in the last so we're just either really happy or we can put our head through the wall at twenty. Covered.
1: Covered job. Uh, race eight, number six is the last one at Morphville. Uh, I've already spoken about this one. Scorched Earth, so there's a 1,000 at 420. So maybe that horse is ready to rumble. Beautiful. Somehow we've managed to get through the show. How
2: many name drops from DK? 15. He, he just dropped that last in to get the three. Uh, he just got the time. It was 14 and a half was the line. So a lot of people cheering out there. All oh, right. There's
3: going to be complaints. That yeah, There's going to be complaints on the YouTube comments. Anyway. Oh, People say, do I, we I know. get
2: YouTube comments, does that actually happen?
3: Yeah, we do. We get a little bit of feedback. I going to have to have a look. Min-
1: minimal feedback. Send a That's few all right. Few
2: in myself. I might have to get the, the little bowler in there.
1: People say, oh, I know a lot of people, but on that word count, on that. Name dropping count. 15. DK knows more people than
2: me. Fifteen in twenty-seven words. It's not bad. It's unbelievable. Fifty-eight percent or something. Nico, you've uh, you've half mocked yourself for Saturday. What about what? that? That's five. one of the worst I've ever seen. That's <laughs> Manton all up Terry Bailey. That's terrible. Five,
1: five, five winners. You got a to top uh, this week. So twenty-five bucks to get his met, uh, Metro. Mounting yard mail. Bit of a tongue twister there via Telegram. So you're mad if you don't try it. And nah, Nico will be the man to follow all through spinning. He thrives when the carnival uh, gets tougher. Uh, Nico's the one that you want uh, for backing and laying
0: in the yard. Nico, I hope you uh, tip the card. We've put the pressure on, haven't we? So uh, look, if, if we can get him <laughs> in race number two, that's all I want. That'll, that'll be enough for the day. We'll see what the betting does there, Keysborough.
1: They're in a a little bit of form.
0: The Hawks' yard, and Willows just absolutely
2: fine. We sort of touched on it, but Jesus Christ, they're hard to gauge, aren't they? Even the petting I just, I was the question I was sort of tongue in to ask was, do you think they know? Hmm. Um, Because a lot of the time they've sent very good horses out, well backed. They got beat like Mass Crusader and these sorts of things, but like weird tactics they send out. Like they just, they're not the state. Even when the plunge, they're just a weird. They do my heading.
1: I wonder how they got. They they do send good horses to the Valley for their first start, and I. David Hayes used to do the same thing for his two year olds. Horses that they'd, and they're just absolutely pissing mm.
0: once upon a time. Mm. Have mm. to do some more research into uh, Hawks, Mooney Valley first time. Do you know, Nico? I reckon I wouldn't be backing it early. I think the the money will come for Charlemagne. They'll keep Alpha One short off those big figures. The syndicates aren't going to gap yeah, yeah. them. So uh, yeah. I'd be taking, I reckon we'll be getting six bucks late.
3: If yeah, but you want was. it. You want it sort of come out. You want, you want to see something for it, like, you know?
1: Have a great weekend, guys. Thanks, DK. Good luck over the weekend.
3: All right. Thanks, boys. Cheers, guys. Outstanding
1: stuff. All right. Make sure you get around uh, the Coffs Harbour Punders Club for next Thursday. Registration's open. Head to Little Birdie TV, and uh, you can buy $50 up to $1,000 shares. I'll be in for the max amount, and Donnie and Walt will go absolutely crackers. So if you deposit early, uh, we can have a couple of bets early on Wednesday when the markets go up. Otherwise, we'll do all the action late doors on Thursday. So it'll be midday till about 5.30 in the afternoon, whenever the last race is, next Thursday, August the 4th. So good luck on the weekend. Happy punting.